Don't miss Pat and Stu. Weekdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. The founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent. And they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this uh, this company, he's you know, he's kind of an important guy and, kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond and they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This Irish man stands with America. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello, America. This is Freedom's Disciple podcast. I am your host, Jonathan Dunn. I would say, as I normally do, I hope you're having a nice, relaxing, chilled out Saturday, doing something fun, but... I know for many who are listening there, they've had a pretty rough week. I know I have. This has been one of the harder weeks in most recent memory. Today, I had a a full show planned of different news items I wanted to talk to you about. And right before I started recording, I decided today is not the day for what I was going to discuss. When I do give you some inside baseball, I I work hard at what I do. and I try and make this show as informative as possible. And I know how time is a luxury. And not many people have a lot of time to just sit around and just spend an hour listening to a podcast. So I do a lot of research. I do a lot of thinking on the show and I try and make the shows as informative for you as possible but I also try and do the show in such a way that I'm not telling you what to think, I'm trying to give you questions and try and get you to think for yourself to find out what you really believe and to help you along that journey of self-discovery Today I'm not going to talk to you about principles, well not a lot Today I'm going to talk to you about emotions, because this has been a rough week. I can't imagine what a Ted Cruz supporter is feeling right now. I'll tell you why it was a tough week for me, because I think today, and for today's show, I'm going to have a conversation with you. I'm going to have a heart-to-heart with you, and I'm going to, I'm going to be blunt and honest with you about what I feel and what I feel for your future. And then I'm going to share what I believe needs to happen. What can I say about this election that I haven't already said before? It's pretty much done on the GOP side. It's Donald Trump. I can't say anything about this election that hasn't been already said or by said by me on this show. The bullet points are pretty simple. This election has been the biggest waste of time. This election has been lacking in honest discussions, honest principles. And where you would ideally like a couple of candidates, one, two, three, or four, having a good back and forth 
on principles and letting the voters decide. This election has been an election on emotion. It seems if you go out there and you use a fancy catchphrase and you repeat it often enough and the people supporting you repeat it often enough through the media, through social media, it sticks. This election hurts because for the first time in my history, I think America is going to have a European style election. How ironic is that last week's show was comparing the Irish and the US elections? Because the part I left out of that show was the emotion that goes into it. If you listened to last week's show, thank you very much. If you didn't, please consider checking out the, the second and the third segment, specifically where I go through all the policies. If you talk to politicians and you watch the media in Ireland, they all hate each other. Oh, you're too conservative. Oh, you're too liberal. Oh, you're too socialist. Oh, you're too lacking compassion. I, I don't know. I don't pay much attention to the Irish media. Yet, as I discussed last week, could you see a gap in any principles? Or did you just see a difference in policies? There is no gaps in principles in Ireland among the politicians. The gap is on policies. And in many ways, you're going to have that election in 2016. Because in 2016, you have two candidates. Donald Trump on the Republican side. And either Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton on the left. It doesn't matter which of them wins the nomination. The following principles are going to be endorsed in this presidential election. First of all, Planned Parenthood is now a good thing, apparently. Apparently, it now takes the government to fix the economy. Apparently, now we just need a more progressive tax code where we shorten and close the tax base and we won't rule out taxes on the rich. It seems now America is destined in 2016 to have candidates, both candidates of mainstream parties believe the socialist mantra. It appears, especially for the Republican Party, the party of Reagan that said government isn't the solution, government is the problem. It seems that has been replaced by, well, government just is badly managed. You know, you can talk about Bernie Sanders being a socialist all you want. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are no better themselves. Because they use the same excuses as the socialists. When you see anything go wrong with a socialist program, the reasons and the excuses given are, well, it was badly managed. The wrong people were in charge. It was poorly funded. Or, and I'll always love this, we just didn't go far enough. It seems, regardless of who's elected in 2016, the size of government is going to grow. The only difference is you have one candidate who, if you believe him, thinks he's going to hire the right people. He'll put in the right people in the right place and run it better. I'm going to ask a question. That's going to tick a lot of people off who like Donald Trump. Do you think he's the first person to have thought of that? You know, use the 
the social excuses, the, the socialist excuses that are around in 2016. Do you think Enda Kenny, the Irish Prime Minister, didn't think of that? Do you think David Cameron, the English Prime Minister, didn't think of that? Do you think your man Trudeau up in Canada, the recently elected Prime Minister, didn't think of that? How about Merkel in Germany? How about Hollande in France? Hmm. The only problem is if we put the right people in the right places, government will be run better. Socialism isn't a new idea. In many ways, it's one of the oldest ideas. If you use the status mentality, that's the state, whether that's the king or an elected body, it's their responsibility to look after things. It's one of the oldest ideas going. And yet there's so, 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 so few success stories. And there are so, so, so many nightmare stories. My first question to you today, America, is how are you going to respond? How are you going to act? Are you going to get in line? Are you going to fold? Are you going to buckle? Are you going to succumb to the Leviathan? Or are you going to stand and make a difference? This election is going to be very hard to watch. I don't know what the future of this show is going to be, but I ain't, have no interest in putting on a jersey and spouting off the talking points you can get anywhere and everywhere. <gasps> a vote for Don, not for Trump is a vote for Hillary. I'm not going to waste your time or mine. I don't have it in me to put a smiley face on this election. I don't have it in me to put on a jersey and pretend like everything's fine and how it's just all about winning. I don't have it in me to keep in a, to join the talking heads and pretend that this election actually means anything anymore. Whether you like it or not, 2016 America is about to be fundamentally transformed. The question is to what? Well, I still believe, and I testify to you today, that you still have a voice. You still have a say in what you, you transform to. You are going to change. The America that we know right now is no longer going to exist. You either get in line and jump on board and go all out for that win. And then we have the, the praise and the talking heads and the clapping seals saying how great it is that we got our nominee in. Because we all know we don't judge anyone by the content of their character. No, we judge them by the letter that is beside their name. Or you can make a stand. I gotta take a quick break, America. I'll be right back. Please don't go anywhere. Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand. The Blaze Radio Network.
the founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to the show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is real estate agents. I Listening to Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. I want to share some of my thoughts with you and my thought process. One of the things I've been blessed with and or cursed with is I tend to overanalyze things. I'm always thinking about scenarios and different things and my mind races at times I've had a really tough four months for many different reasons that I really don't want to go into now we've had some uh, had some deaths in the family and shared some of the stories with you on air about that and the biggest problem I've had in my life is the same problem I've had for 12 years now. And I'm going to lay it all out, lay it all out there, and because I'm sure some of you are feeling or have some similar feelings today. And I just want to share with you where my heart is. And hopefully it gives you food for thought and might just inspire you. Or help give you a direction in where you're going in life. The biggest problem I have in my life is I'm 6,000 miles away from where I belong. I don't belong where I am. I don't fit in. I don't feel comfortable. And... I don't have any love for this place. My heart and my soul are in America. And I want to get there. And for the last 12 years, and it's been really hard the last four months because things have been ratcheted up. The hate has intensified. The rivalry has increased. The divisions are growing deeper. All I ever want to do is get over there and serve. And each and every time in the last 12 years, I've got what I felt was really close. I felt it was going to happen. Something happens that it, it falls true or it doesn't happen or it goes on hold. I truly feel like I die a bit inside each day. I'm not there. Now, I'm no fool. I don't think if I was there, America would be fixed. Far from it. But at least I'd be where I belonged. And able to help. And to do something. You know, it's like that, uh, give you a sports analogy, baseball. You know, it's your team, Team America is on the diamond now and not only are you getting beaten but you're committing loads of errors and all the routine stuff like making throws to first base or trying to throw to second base to catch the, the runner stealing not only are you not doing them but 
you're making errors on the play. You're throwing the ball into center field or you're throwing it into the crowd over the first baseman or you're bouncing it in the dirt. And I'm not even on the bench that I can help. I'm sat at home watching. Now I fully admit that if I was there, I'd probably get there and I might throw in the dirt or I might strike out. Quite possible. But to be there matters. And so over the last couple of months, I've been questioning a lot of things. What I do, how I do it. I'm trying to get better as a broadcaster. But there's always a party that questions and goes, should I just give up? Should I just say, you know what? 12 years, John, give up. It ain't ever going to happen. Should I just say, you know what? You've achieved nothing. And in many ways I haven't. You know, there are many people who I know, and I've had private conversations with them, and they'll remain anonymous, but they've spent so much time in this industry. These are people who like myself, don't get paid. We're volunteers. We're up taking notes, researching what's going on, keeping up to date today. You know, researching for the show, doing notes or researching for their articles, then promoting them, engaging with people. And it hasn't worked. 2010 saw a big influx of these type people. You know, with the arrival of the Tea Party, there was, I was very blessed to be part of a site many years ago. It was one of my first sites, I can't remember the year, but it was a site aimed at under turkeys. It's called Young Patriots. Trying to engage people under turkeys to converse and to break down the issues of the day for people under turkeys. I was very proud to be part of that. But, what has it changed? Have we made any impact? I know many Americans, because I engage with you as much as I can, and I truly, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate each time you message me or get in touch. I share the same feelings. I'm tired. I'm fed up. We can't win. You know, it's easy to walk away. It's one of the easiest things you'll ever do. Whether it's walking away from a site, from this microphone, or just disengaging from social media, or walking away from your church or your community. It's a very easy thing to do. You know, in some ways, I had a... I've had a lot of thoughts about walking away over the last month. Last couple of months, but definitely over the last month. I miss the days where I could be hang out with my friends. I messaged a, a buddy of mine last weekend. And over here in Ireland, it was a bank holiday, federal holiday on Monday. So it was a three-day weekend. And I was you know, just a general chit-chat, and I was like, he asked, what was I doing for the weekend? And I said, same thing I do every weekend, researching for the show, and I have a different few projects I'm going to get involved in, and I'm doing different projects. And he said, oh, that's cool. I'm going to go watch the Yankees tonight, and then I watch the Yankees tomorrow night, and then Sunday, Manchester United are playing soccer, and then the Yankees are on late, and then the wrestling pay-per-view is on Sunday night. And then I'm off Monday. And I initially thought, like many Americans, I'm, I'm sure this happens to you. That's why I'm talking about it today. I thought, wouldn't that be nice? 
wouldn't that be nice just to switch off? Just step away. Wouldn't it be nice just to throw the sword to the ground and go, I give up. I'm done. Just put a fork in me, I'm done. Wouldn't it be nice to able to concentrate on whatever it is in your life? I'm a big Yankee fan. It would be nice to be able to actually just sit and watch games. Well, maybe not this season because they're really bad. Um, which a buddy of mine loves reminding me of. But wouldn't it be nice to just chill out? Wouldn't it be nice not to have to deal with all the hate and abuse? Wouldn't it be nice to just not have to talk principles or look at the news that's going on in the world? Wouldn't it be nice just to, I don't know, if, if you lived in a culture that had sun um, and it was more than 8 degrees in heat, it would be nice to just sit out and enjoy the weather and not have to worry about all the Christians in the Middle East getting slaughtered. Wouldn't it be nice just to, I don't know, catch a ball game, actually go to one? Or go to a sports bar and just, you know, just have a few beers with your friends and, you know, a few dogs and a few uh, ribs, a few chicken wings. It'd be nice to be able to do that and not, oh, I don't know, worry about all the people unemployed. Worried about the lack of freedoms, government expansion, excessive regulations. It would be nice to go out and play a game of golf. Go out with your friends or play basketball or play soccer, whatever sport you play, American football. You know, just go out and have a game of catch. And not have to think about how the attorney generals are trying to pass laws right now to if you don't believe in climate change well I got bad news for you you're going to jail they all would be nice but what happens if you give up the only thing you can be guaranteed of in this life if you give up is not a damn thing changes Not a damn thing will change. I've come to the conclusion right now. And I've said this before, but it's becoming more and more clear in my mind. It's time to go all in or get out of the race. There is no middle road anymore. It is time to go all in. No holding back. Or give up. Which do you decide to do? i got to take a quick break, America. I'll be right back. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. The only person it's kind of safe to make fun of is Kasich. I want to make fun of all the candidates because I think we should be making fun of all political candidates as a rule. I think that's American. I think that's how we do things here. I don't think we revere people. That's me. I'm cynical about all of them. Some are much better than others. Some are honorable and deep. But, you know, you can make jokes about honorable and decent people, too. Buck Sexton. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. I want to share an analogy with you. Most who listen know my my story. I've been waiting 12 years to move to America. It's been a lifelong dream. I fell in love with your country at a very young age. 
and many ways the plight each and every one of you face. It's a different scenario, but it's the same questions you have to ask yourself. And the same battle inside as mine is. You see, it is very easy to fool yourself and justify behavior. I could say, you know what? I've waited 12 years. I'm sick of waiting. Where is it gone? Yeah, I know the principle sounds great of, you know, yeah, America has the right to defend itself and America has the right to secure its borders and America has the right to state sovereignty and America has the right to control who comes into its country and who doesn't. But you know what? I'm sick of waiting. I'm just going to jump on that plane, go to the Mexican border, run over, or just get on a plane and just overstay my visa. I could even fool myself and say I'm entitled to being American. I could spin it and give you all the facts and figures. Do you know how many hours I've spent defending your country? Do you know how many hours I've spent talking about the Constitution, talking about your history? Do you know how much time I've done researching? For this show, for all the articles I do. I'm entitled. I am entitled to be an American. I could get on my high horse and go on a Twitter tirade because that's apparently all every what people do today in twenty sixteen. And lash out at people and saying, Oh, the American people, they're so stupid. You know, they had a big supporter in me and they didn't even get me over there. I could say, I don't know, how you're stealing my dream from me. I could come up with catchy catchphrases like stealing America won't let me in. Those are all easy, easy hats. I could even justify it in my own head if I thought long enough. You know, if I just broke, you know, because, you know, to use the, the left side, you know, well, to make an omelette, you got to break a few eggs. I could justify it in my own head and say, I just want to serve America. I'll just hop over the border and sure, I'll be, you know, breaking that law. But, you know, to quote Jeb Bush, hey, it's, you know, it's not a felony. But make it up to them and serve them for the rest of my life. I'd speak out even more. I'd work even harder. I'd do lots of volunteering work. I'd go help the vets. To justify it and go, yeah, let's just focus. No, don't focus on that one little law I broke. Focus on all my good deeds that I do. Or I can say, Now, everything I've said for the last 12 years is true. I believe it in my gut, even if it hurts me personally. I believe it in my gut. And I'm going to stand for principles and the rule of law, even if it goes against me. That, in many ways, is the battle each and every one of you face. Do you succumb to the Leviathan? Do you succumb to going, well, I tried, but it didn't work. I'm going to jump on board and get in line, get on board the train. Are you going to start talking to yourself how you're entitled or justifying, well, you know, it's just the way it goes. You know, you got to do these things to get by in business or get by in life. Or are you going to stay the course? Because everything you've spoken about for the last 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 10, 15, 20 years is true. 
it is as true now as it was then. This in many ways is the battle that we are facing right now. This is the battle we are facing. We are facing forces on all sides who not only want to continue to slap God in the face, but also want to disregard nature's law. Because we are becoming, even America is included in this, a more and more progressive utopian society where everything is up for debate, everything is up for discussion, everything is fluid, nothing, nothing, nothing is concrete, nothing is set in stone, nothing is eternal. That is the battle we face. We need to remain loyal to the principles that we know are true. We need another revolution. If you're a long time listener, you know that's not the first time I've said that. We need a revolution of ideas. And dare I say it, because it's not popular today. In many ways, we need a new American revolution. Based on the principles of your founding revolution. And what an adequate way to start would be with your Declaration of Independence. So many today can tell you what they're against. What are you for? Today, I'm going to give you what time I think it is. And what needs to happen. I believe if America is to survive, firstly, it needs a miracle from God. And secondly, it needs people's hearts to change. People need to change their hearts. But even more than that, we need to reach out to people. We need to accept everything we've done, and I'm only going to speak for myself. Everything I have done for the last seven years, however how long it is, hasn't worked. We need to analyze everything and change the way we discuss policies and principles, the way we promote them, the way we discuss them. We need to change the way we reach out to people. We need to break down the barriers in society. And in many ways, we need to act like it's 1720 in America. And in biblical terms, we need to act like, like all the stories in the Acts of the Apostles. We need to be Paul and Barnabas going from town to town, spreading the good news. We haven't done that. And when we have done it, it hasn't worked. Because the amount of people who know real freedom is truly frightening. The amount of people who long for a king today is frightening. And I would ask you to think about this. The story of Moses leading leading the Jews out of Egypt under the Pharaoh. 
after a while they got antsy. They had no meat. And they started looking back on the their slaveholder, the pharaoh, the kindness. He said, yeah, I know things were bad. And yes, I know we were slaves, but at least we had meat to eat. How many people today could live under real freedom? And how many people would stay the course? Or how many people would look back fondly at their slave masters and go, well, at least we had meat, we had our pork. That is what we need to change. And I'm going to start revealing a bit of a plan to you in the next segment. Please stay with me, America. I'll be right back. You're listening to Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. So a bare minimum of 10,000 utterly unknown Syrians, read Muslims, coincidentally, are starting to enter the United States and a minimum of 10,000 will arrive totally unchecked within the next few months under an executive order by Obama called an accelerated surge. Jay Severin, weekdays 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Versus freebies. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. One of the cool things about what I do is I get to meet truly, truly remarkable people. They come of all ages, sizes, creeds, denominations, sexes. And some people just truly get it. They truly fundamentally understand freedom. And I am blessed to, to work with some of them, both publicly and privately. And I want to share something with you today for the last segment of this show. I got asked... I'm working on a project behind the scenes and very discreetly and no one knows about it. And we had a meeting last week. And one of the things we were asked to do was, and this is before the elections and stuff, this was, you have 10 things. What 10 things need to happen Save America. And it was carp lunch. It was empty. There was no, well, you know, focus in on this. Some people focused in on God. Some folk people focused in on government. Some people focused in on culture. And I want to share, I've been allowed, I'm going to share my 10 things with you. But before I do, I want to ask you. Do your own list and be honest. And then ask you, look, read through the list and then say, how many of them do I control? Or how many of them are political and are out of my hand? I didn't up my list, which I'm going to share with you. And one of them, was political. I'm going to share my list with you today. What must we do to win? Well, first of all, we need to have a respect for eternal principles, both God and nature. Because not everything is fluid. Not everything is up for election. 
not everything is up for it can be this way today and another way tomorrow and another way totally different way in five years time but we need to get back to godly principles you know this week I did a fast Glenn Beck encouraged everyone to do a fast and you fasted for your own intention now some people because of Glenn and Glenn been a supporter of Ted Cruz a lot of people I know and some people on my Facebook commented I'm praying that Ted Cruz wins in Indiana and shoot my fast was that God would touch people's hearts the amount of comments I got privately and some publicly why would you fast it achieves nothing why would I fast when was the last time you read the Bible we have witnessed this election cycle people like Matt Rudge mocking people like Glenn Beck for fasting for mocking that 12 year old boy who fasted on on his own accord not prompted just because he was worried about his country and he knew the history we need to start respecting God's law and nature's law but we also need to start reaching out and explaining it better number two end the Christian purity test now I know that's something for I'm not in a position to say because I don't belong to a religion and that's okay but I for one am sick of looking at Christians look down and insult and demean other Christians and their faith and their religion and their theology you know I love people today talking about we need to unite well let me be blunt if we as Christians can't unite on the fact that we all worship God and the same God what the hell chance have we got uniting over a tax policy not only is it time to end the Christian purity test and this is where my uh, Zionist puppet masters come in I need to believe we need to grow and strengthen the bond with our Jewish brothers and sisters we can have our disagreements over Jesus but we all worship and give glory to the same God and for those who are going well what God is that the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob then we start getting into the issues of the day I believe we need to empower reinstitute and for lack of a better term resell the constitution to the American people you are not a democracy you are a republic the constitution in my opinion is one of the greatest documents ever written we need to share it more with the people we need to fundamentally transform education I don't mean just common core I mean we need to change the way we think about education it's not just about school it's about sending people of all ages whether you're two or 102 and every age in between on a journey of self-discovery of seeing where you stand we need to recognize and empower and inspire families parents brothers sisters grandparents one of the greatest untapped resources we have today is our grandparents our communities and our churches schooling is only only 
one part of education. The problem isn't schooling. The problem is we think school solves everything. It doesn't. Number six is probably one of the hardest ones we'll ever have to do. We need to inspire hope for future generations. But we need to inspire it not through words and empty deeds, but through actual actions. The amount of people today who think America is over, her best days are behind her, the world is going to end, is frightening. We need to start inspiring people to hope and dream of a better tomorrow. We need to spread love and win hearts and minds. There's plenty of hate out there. Go on social media, it doesn't take you long to find hate. It takes a long time to find some love though. Some kindness. Some honesty. If everyone just showed a small bit of love each day, the world would be a better place. We need to create and learn new ways to educate ourselves. We need to create fun ways. I believe this election is going to be the death of many industries. Or if not, a nail in the coffin. The mainstream media in many ways is over. There are great new sites out there. Just waiting to be found. Look at all the ways you have of learning things. Back in the old days, you had a couple of stations on the TV and a radio. Now you have radio, internet radio, podcasts, internet, social media, countless different sites. There's so many ways to do it. If we can find new ways to educate, not to tell them, not to give propaganda, but to get people questioning themselves and questioning with boldness. We need to break down the issues so that a six-year-old can understand. Because there's plenty of people out there talking like they're lawyers or writing college thesis. Not everyone has time to read a 3,000 page report. Not everyone has the time to read a 10,000 word thesis on freedom. And we need to tell the history, the real history of both America and the world. It truly frightens me when I come across people online who think the likes of Che Guevara was a really cool dude. It frightened me last week in London, and I would ask you, how long is it going to take till this happens in America? At the May Day Parade, you know, where we, we uh, honour and pay homage to communism. There were people with Stalin posters. How many people really know how evil a despot Stalin really was. But we also need to tell the real history of America. There were others on my list. The one political one was tied into the Constitution and Article 5 Convention of the States. I want to leave you today by asking you a very blunt question. Are you a sunshine patriot? Are you a sunshine patriot? Because if you are, I'm going to make this real easy for you. Your course is to lay down your sword, give up, and walk away. 
However, if you're not a Sunshine Patriot, now is the time to go all in. And that all in will be different for each of you. But I will leave you with this. Why is America exceptional? Is America exceptional because of the piece of land it is? Is America exceptional because of where it's located? Is America exceptional because of its politicians? No, America is exceptional because of our people. And America, America is exceptional because America is not a country. America is not a place. America is an idea. America is an idea. And to those who want to think America is over or think it's done, I say this to you. America is an idea. And that idea can only be can only be defeated when you give up or no one believes in it anymore. I still believe because I know the idea that is America it works. You may not be that idea right now. And there's also the sad truth, because I don't know what happens in the future, that you may never be that idea again. But I know the idea that is America works. It is up to me, and if you share that belief, it's up to you to share it. And to share it in a loving kind, compassionate way to inspire the next generation and the generation after that. The times we live in is our test. It's easy to be for principles when they're going against you. It's hard, very, very hard to be for them when it's Times are tough. When things are hard. It's easy just to wipe your hands and rub your hands of them. I still firmly believe many of you are sunshine patriots. And we need to rest if needed. Dust ourselves off and get back on the front lines. This ain't over. America is not dead. America may be on life support, but America is not dead. I leave you today pleading. Are you to ask yourself, are you a sunshine patriot? And if you're not, get back on the front lines. Your country needs you. That idea works. It's time to be counted. The one thing about this election that can be said as a positive is the masks have been ripped off everyone. We know where everyone stands. We know who's a friend who really is a friend are we know our real enemies and those who want to enslave people and promote government and be the leeches on society I hope this show has given you food for thought please don't give up work together stand together unite on principles because the idea of America still works. As always, I salute you 
the great American people. You are the solution. And as always, I salute the real heroes in society. Your police, your firefighters, your emergency personnel and your vets. Until next time, America, God bless and God bless America. Freedom versus freebies. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn. On the Blaze Radio Network.